Well, for our communion meditation today, I want to look at uh, some of the blessings that uh, flow from the Lord's table. Uh, when I was growing up, I never thought about God's blessings. I uh, thought about the judgments. In fact, I was always uh, scared to death coming to the Lord's table when I was a teenager, wondering if I was going to, uh, as the old King James says, eat and drink uh, damnation to my soul. And there is judgment. First Corinthians says that there were many weak, there were many who were sick in Corinth. And interestingly, 1 Chronicles 30 is almost identical. It talks about many people being sick in that congregation and Hezekiah having to pray for them and the Lord bringing healing, but they had come unworthily to the Lord's table as well. So here's the question. If there are such dangers associated with this meal, why did the people of God long to go to the Lord's table? Why did they have such rejoicing whenever they were able to come to the Lord's table? And I believe it's because the blessings that flow from this meal far outweigh any potential dangers that uh, may come in this meal uh, as well. In 1 Corinthians 11, it says that we can eat for the better or for the worse, either way. Um, and I think that what I want us to focus on is eating for the better. And one analogy that I just uh, jotted down here was the gospel is, means good news. Now, if you reject the gospel or if you are uh, in rebellion to God's word, the gospel can become a judgment, but it's still good news. And this is called the cup of blessing, which we bless, even though there is the potential for judgment. So the emphasis really is on the blessing. In Luke 22, verse 15, Jesus said, With fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you. So there was something about that table that made him really look forward uh, to communion. And I did a computer search of the various emotions that are connected with this uh, meal. And by far the predominant emotion that you see in the Old and the New Testaments with the sacramental meal was joy. Uh, passages like this. You shall eat there before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice. Uh, that's Deuteronomy 14, verse 26, or 1 Samuel eleven fifteen. 15. They rejoice greatly. And Nehemiah 8, verse 12, and 12, verse 14. There's a whole bunch of passages like that that speak of this rejoicing. And they were rejoicing. They looked forward to every time they came to the various sacramental meals that 1 Corinthians 10 talks about. Not because they look forward to discipline. A discipline is an act of God's love, but they saw incredible blessings. So I want to just outline six or seven of the blessings that God says flows from this meal. The first blessing is spiritual satisfaction. Psalm 22, verse 26 says, The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Uh, and to be satisfied is an incredible blessing. There is a, a lot of wealthy people that... Sometimes you might envy, you wish you had that wealth, who have no satisfaction. They wish they had it, but they do not. We are incredibly blessed by the Lord when we are satisfied with life, when we have contentment in the Lord. So that's the first blessing that can come from this. Uh, second, divine protection. Exodus 34 promised divine protection for those who came up to the festival days. He said, Neither will any man covet your land when you go up to appear before the Lord your God three times in a year. He says, I will protect you. So divine protection. The third blessing is that he will be pleased with us. Now, despite the fact that David had sinned, 
Uh, now, he repented of his sin, but he was still uh, not a, a, a person who in himself was perfect. It was only in the righteousness of Christ that he was a saint. Yet it says in Psalm 51, very last verse, verse 19, that God was pleased with David when he came with his sacrifices and the fellowship meals that came uh, after that, uh, that sacrifice. He was pleased with David. To have God's pleasure resting upon you is an incredible reward. Uh, and uh, having his disapproval, his frown, is misery. Deuteronomy 14, verse 23, says that through this covenant meal we learn to fear God. So that's the fourth blessing. You shall eat before the Lord your God that you may learn to fear the Lord. Now, in part, when you realize that uh, diseases, weakness, death, other judgments can flow from the Lord's table, that'll bring fear when you see that happening in the congregation. But seeing miraculous uh, blessings coming out of this causes you to fear the Lord as well. You see what a great and an awesome uh, God that is. And uh, so whether you see people eating to judgment, eating to blessing, if it produces fear within our lives, that is a blessing. Because by the fear of the Lord, man departs from evil. By the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's uh, godliness in our lives. So I would say, yes, that's an incredible blessing that flows from this, uh, this table. But there's others. Uh, Deuteronomy 14. No, excuse me. Jeremiah chapter 7. Um, it's, it talks about God being pleased with their eating of communion in verses 7, uh, 21 through 22 he says if you incline your hearts and your ways to me that's in verses 23 through 27 but smack dab in the middle of a rebuke there he commanded them to eat properly verse 21 that it may be well for you now i'll admit there's a bunch of verses on the rebuke you know and the threats of uh, judgments but don't miss that little phrase in there that's a blessing he says eat that it may be well with you. So that's a blessing. If you want everything to be going well in your life, you come to the Lord's table and you come in faith, uh, 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 come worthily in the, the worthiness of Jesus. Revelation 19 verse 9 just gives a general promise of blessing. Blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And then just one more. I, I love Deuteronomy 14 verse 29. It promises blessing in every area of our lives. It says, Come and eat and be satisfied that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hand which you do. So even though God does promise to discipline those who abuse and misuse this table, um, and I think one way of illustrating this, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 looks at all the Old Testament, various uh, sacrifices and the fellowship meals that followed after that and the judgments that came, yet despite the fact he, he speaks about judgment after judgment, he does not call this the cup of cursing. He calls it the cup of blessing which we bless. It's still a blessing. That's what God intended it to be uh, in our lives. And so as soon as our children are able to I have faith to be able to receive these blessings from Christ and have understanding. That's one of the things the Old Testament talks about. The, the little ones, all who had understanding. As soon as that is possible, you need to encourage your children to come to the Lord's table because we do not want to deprive them uh, of this blessing. So if you're a brother or sister in Christ who has um, made a, a profession of faith in this or some other uh, evangelical church, we certainly invite you to come and to 
be blessed in this meal. Um, one, one more verse, Proverbs 10, verse 22. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. So come this morning and be blessed. Father God, we come to you this morning so thankful for the sacrifice of Christ, that uh, with Christ you freely give us all things, and that if we are in Christ, we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Please help us to walk in faith. Please help us to not be uh, thinking only in terms of what our arm of flesh can accomplish, but we pray instead that you would help us to seek those things which are above where Christ is, seated in the heavenlies, and that you would give us the faith to lay claim to those things you have purchased for us. May blessings, may healings, may all of the things that are needed in this congregation flow into their lives as they renew covenant with you this morning by faith. And so we pray that you would set aside these common elements to a holy use, that you would be glorified in our partaking. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.